Hello, everyone. I'm Renee Barabal, the Practical Shaman. Hi, everyone. I'm Sandra Ingerman, and welcome to the Shaman's Cave. So today we have a very important topic to talk about, and I believe that you're really going to feel it in your heart. Um, Can there be enough turmoil on the planet right now, at least in our time while we're alive? We know that there's been the same turmoil over and over again um, for thousands of years, but here we are, and now we're here, and we're, we're present. And so um, what do we do during this time? There's so many opinions. If you look at what's going on, you can go, yeah, I can see this side. I can see this side. Um, how do we take care of ourselves during this time when our hearts are literally being torn apart by how we're watching humans treat each other, how we're watching humans treat nature, all the changes that are happening, all the losses, all the tragedy. It's a lot for our hearts. Mm-hmm. And one of the things about... Um, shamanism, which I really love, is that when when a shaman works, uh, whether it's for the planet or whether it's for another person, the shaman isn't using his or her energy, their own vital energy. They actually act as a hollow bone for the helping spirits. And so in a lot of ways, just the practice of shamanic journeying is a way to step aside from what's happening in the seen worlds, because we have to wonder, we have to wonder, we're doing this to ourselves. Um, And so how do we take a step back and how, how do we reconnect Renee, Renee and I did a wonderful show on reconnecting um, after people have been crawling back out after the pandemic. So how do uh, we do that in a way where we don't get bruised, um, in a way where we feel um, stable and centered? And so that's what we want to talk about today is different practices um, that we can use, like uh, going into nature, doing practices like direct revelation, um, performing ceremonies that always bring us back to a place of um, uh, stability and centeredness. And I know Renee has a lot to share about uh, being out in nature and um, staying uh, centered and stable. She helps me do that for myself all the time. <laughs> I think we do it for each other. It's like, it's like this, our little rock time that we like to come and, and get the, 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 there's a, one thing about staying center is there's always an added juice when there's more than one person in the room and that there's a third vitality that's created. And they say that in, in, in wedding and marriages, that's what's created is a third bond. And so I think that when when you come together in a group, there's an there's an added juice of energy that you can all like sip on if you you know, and and that doesn't mean I mean, I've been in groups where people actually go over and try to steal the energy of other people. I'm not talking about that, but it's that life force energy that comes into the center of that space of and it happens even like 
when there's a, a tragedy and everybody comes together, like uh, the tragedy is say the big tree falls out in the front yard and the power goes down. Now that's a little tragic. And, you know, but everyone comes together to help saw the tree, move it out of the road. So, and, and there's a, a third, that other energy that's created when that community comes together to do that, I think is so vital. And I believe that's why we've been doing this. I think we're heading towards year six together is because we both are in practices where, you know, people like, they like to take and they like, and they want, and they want the attention and all of that. And so there isn't that here. We come like, okay, what are we going to talk about? Then we laugh and then we... (laughs) Then we laugh some more and, and we, we can drink from the juice of this dynamic creation that we make together. Yeah, I, I think um, I think there's a real um, uh, a lot of people are starting to fantasize about uh, moving into smaller communities where people come together to take care of each other. Um, and that's not always possible, of course, to move at this particular point in time. But I'm just going to give a plug for shamanicteachers.com, which is a site where I've trained teachers and practitioners because they are doing groups, um, remote groups, so that people can journey together. They can share their feelings together. These groups are small, so people can actually talk and share So if you're feeling like you're feeling really lonely, like you don't have a community, you don't have a group that you can share with, um, there's my website, there's, um, there's other resources out there for groups that are that are going on too. So that's one way because um, when we start to feel so isolated, and um, uh, this is something that happened to me and Renee and I were laughing about this before and was actually going to be one of our shows. Um, uh, something happened, something happened to me. I got, um, a threat and, um, all of a sudden my mind went into this place. <laughs> I started imagining these crazy things going on and nothing of it was true. There's actually nothing of it was true. And it turns out that everybody I know has uh, and don't know has received the, the same threat. Um, so we can make up things sometimes when we're alone too much. And so it is good to have a community where you can kind of check things out sometimes and share your feelings and journey together and ask um is what I'm going through crazy? I'm starting to make up the most nightmare stories. How do I find my sanity again? Groups can help us do that. Groups can help us remember who we are. So I, that is an incredible tool um, for people to be able to work with. And being out in nature is just so healing. I mean, it is just so healing. And in so many shamanic traditions, it's taught that nature is really happy to take our pain and take what's happening for us. And I love teaching about ceremonies because ceremonies do, the purpose of ceremony is to bring us to a place of centered instability during challenging times. 
And so being out in nature where you can sit um, by water or be with the wind, do your wind walk or be on the earth or stare into a fire or talk to the sun, the moon, the stars. And they have such a different perspective. And even if you don't journey, you know, just close your eyes and ask if there's a message for you because you're suffering and and you're asking for help and ask if nature is willing to receive your pain and let it flow through you and ask nature to transmute that into love and light so that everything that grows and everything that feeds um, just receives this beautiful love and light. Mm. That reminds me of one of my favorite um, wind work exercises is the wind bath. And what you do in this is, would be really great, especially to find out, is this true or is this not true? Or am I, you know, making all this up? Because most of it we make up. But, you know, for a creator like me, I love these made up stories and I can really embellish them. But to do a little wind bath is to actually go like when you were a kid and stand with your arms full length and your, you know, your uh, legs about hip length width apart and let the wind blow through you and ask that wind as it's moving through you to remove all of these false ideas, all of these things, untruths, any grudges you're holding, any resentments you're holding, and just really let the wind move it through you. And just think about it like, I always think about it as a nor'easter when a nor'easter rips up the east coast because that's where they kind of like to go a lot. They um, when like it runs through places like Atlantic City where there's a lot of loss and a lot of gambling and a lot of disappointment, and it clears the energy. So if it can clear the energy of a you know of an Atlantic City or a New Orleans or or one of these places where there's been a lot of magic, imagine what it can do to just you holding yourself in nature and taking a little wind spin and letting the wind move through you. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Yeah, um, people are really being called to nature right now. Again, if you read what people are up to, everybody's really being called to nature. And um, I want to give a a plug. I, I have a Facebook page called Shamans are Gardeners of Energy. And if you're interested in it, uh, there's a lot of people in it who don't even know who I am. Um, <laughs> uh, I doubt the, that. The password is transfiguration to get in. And the only thing you can do on this Facebook page is only uh, two things you can do. You can post a beautiful picture. You can post a, a beautiful poem, a beautiful words. That's it. So it's a place I go to when I'm really stressed out and people don't really comment. There's too many posts at this point. We're getting lots of people, so many pictures that you can't comment on every single one of them. But there's so many sites like this now on Facebook. Mine is not the only one. Shamans of Gardeners of Energy is not the only one. There's so many because it's a time where no matter how bad things are, we have to hold an outlook of positivity because if we don't have a good vision, what we're creating, we're just recreating the nightmare and we're seeing that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
my my teacher in, in the upper world, Isis, she shared with me personally that what's happening for me personally is that my past is pushing into my present. Mm. And I have to, she said to me, no matter how bad, Sandra, no matter how painful your past was, you have to let it go and you have to let it go now and you have to get completely present. And what I'm finding is, because my mind keeps wanting to go back, blame, 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 blame. What I'm finding is by staying absolutely present, every time my mind wants to go back, I say to myself, stay where you are. (laughs) What's going on inside of you right now? What are you feeling right now? And I process that. And it's unbelievable um, how I'm feeling. It's, I feel like I'm processing an amazing amount of good material that allows me to wake up every day now and start my day with a positive statement instead of starting my day with a nightmare statement um, filled with fear or whatever, judgment, blame, whatever's going on. And so there's so many tools for learning how to be in the present, meditation, being out in nature, um, all these different ways. And the more we can come into present, um, we get a different perspective of what's going on for ourselves and what's going on in the world. Yeah, that's really important. The other day, you know, I'm at an age where it's good to keep your muscles up. And so I went to a physical training over at the gym and then I got on the stair stepper and I'm looking out the window and it's really beautiful to look out the window there, but I'm there like, I don't like to be inside at the gym. So I get home after going to the gym and go, I need a walk. And sure enough, within a minute or about five minutes into my walk, an eagle comes right down in front of me, lands in the road, comes back up. And I'm there, well, that's pretty special. That's why, you know, I'm not going to see that in the gym. And then five minutes later, I was on the trail and I got this beautiful barred owl just flew right in front of me, right into the tree and had a little stare out with me for about, I don't know, I had to finish walking because I had to get somewhere. But it was like this most amazing moment and how could you not be present for that? Mm-hmm. I mean, just if, if you, if the one thing that I, I always tell people is a wind walk will change everything. And it works for me all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we started out talking about the um, power of working in community and having people to share But um, there's also an incredible power. I know what's happening inside of me right now is I'm creating an entire new inner landscape. And that takes solitude and Mm -hmm. that takes time. And that takes being only in the present because I don't want my past in my inner landscape anymore. I don't. Um, uh, my landscape has changed. The landscape I live in has changed. Mm-hmm. And so um, bringing myself present means I need more time alone uh, to be able to actually hear my voice because I, I, I've been in a situation for many years now where I had to reach out to others for help. 
And I've realized that the reason I never got better was because I listened to people who were giving me the wrong advice. Mm. And so my healing has been to go inside myself and finally listen to my own voice. And so for those of you who are feeling like um, there's a change going on, something is going on, um, for some of you, you might feel that you need community to help you take that next step. For some of you, you might feel that you need solitude in nature to take that next next step. And some of you might feel that you need a little bit of both. But those are, are, are really good tools um, for being able to uh, find your center and stay in that place so you can keep your focus we lose focus so easily with bad news. Uh, if we could keep our focus a little bit longer on positivity, we can walk into a landscape of positivity. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, the bad news is going to be there whether you knew it happened or not. And we are connected fully. And so you might... Do we need to always tune into the TV and get all of the bad news or not? You know, I w- after my walk, somebody said, well, it's really a shame of what happened in, you know, X, Y, and Z, because it's happening everywhere. And I was like, oh, what happened? Like, it wasn't necessarily in my world spin. And yet, in my dreamscape, I, I you know, there was a, a vision one time this week with you know, gun shooting. And it was like, was that something, the gun shooting at me? Or am I tapping into the gun shooting elsewhere? And does it really matter? You know, there's a disruption because I'm connected to the owl and I'm connected to you and to you. And, you know, we really are one wind breath away from each other. And I think that it's really important to to take that time because we need all of you to be the best possible use you can be because we're in this together. And this is something that I think that we can, that we can succeed through with the right attitude. Yeah. I, I, I share, I've shared a lot over the years and I, I share my books and my workshops about um, when I was um, in my late teens um, and we were, going through the whole trauma of the Vietnam War, for my sanity, and it worked, it worked, I'm here, only because I did this. Um, I cut myself off from the news. I actually didn't know who the President of the United States was for, I think, about eight years. And slowly, I worked at San Francisco State University all the, um, during that time, and uh, one of my coworkers um, who sat at a desk had the paper, read the paper from cover to cover all day long. And I never looked. And after something like eight years or so, one day I looked at a headline and then I found I had the re- resiliency and the emotional strength to dive back into the craziness of our collective again. <laughs> And now I can keep my center doing it, but I had to do that, and mm-hmm. it, it it kept it kept me kept me sane. I was too sensitive then. I was too sensitive. I couldn't I couldn't handle what was going on. We have sometimes we have to be an emulate the ostrich who puts his head in the sand, 
because the ostrich doesn't need to know everything that's going on in that moment and feel safe enough that, you know, the world spin is not going to change, you know, when it takes a time out. So I think, I think we've said a lot in this, this talk about, um, tools that we use and definitely time in nature is one of the biggest ones. Oh, the other one that, that I, I'm thinking about for today is that now that I've had some revelations in these dreamscapes lately, I'm there like, Oh, when's the last time you had a fire to put all this stuff in there? So you know, we're building a fence next door. I'm going to get all the scraps of the cedar and have myself a nice hot fire and put all of these things that are need to go into the fire into the fire because fire transmutes quickly. Absolutely. And um, I just want to um, add, because I live in New Mexico, that um, please, if you work with fire, please make sure um, that you're safe working with mm -hmm. fire. I do, I do not do fire ceremonies myself anymore. Mm. Um, I've had I'm to find, sorry. Yeah. find other ways to work. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, there's so many different ways to work, so many different ways to work. And Renee and I share it in our books. We share it in our courses and we share it with all of you. And we're really happy to be able to have this time with you to share, especially during the times that we're in right now. Thank you. And make sure you follow us on all of the places you want to follow us, our podcast, The Shaman's Cave, Shaman's TV, and we'll see you again soon. Bye, everyone. Mm -hmm.